Please be seated. I think for, for us as humans, we are, we are confronted with a fundamental question of our existence, which is, what is the best life for me to live? In economic terms, we would say, how do I maximize the utility of my life? Right? So we are born. We are present here on earth. How do we make the most of it? What is the answer to that question? And I think fundamentally, there are two answers that humans have come up with to that fundamental question. And the first is to seek your own benefit, to do everything you can to make everything as good for you as possible. And the second answer is to seek the benefit of the community of which you are a part. And pretty much, I think, throughout human history, if we look at the story of philosophy and the, and the rise and fall of nations and of politics, and there goes my child running across the back. <laughs> Hopefully a grown-up will find them soon. Anyway. <laughs> Kids, what are you going to do, right? Um, so fundamentally, the, these are the two questions, uh, the two answers, rather, to the question of how do I live my life? And I think we see the same thing play out in the story of ancient Israel, right? We see the difference between law and grace. Because the answer to those who would seek the benefit for themselves in terms of, of ancient Israelite society is to do everything exactly as the law says, right? Because by, max, by following the law, adhering exactly to every jot and tittle, as Jesus would say, of the law, I accrue righteousness unto myself, Right? If I do everything right, I am better than all those other people who aren't doing everything right. God will reward me. I maximize my benefit. The prophetic tradition, though, tells us something quite different. It says, I'm not interested in your sacrifices. Don't worry. About, you know, following the law is not the end unto itself. That the law is meant to be a guide to the greater goal which is the thriving of the whole people of Israel. It's not about accruing righteousness to yourself. It's about building up the whole community of the people of God. And we see this argument in the time of Jesus in the Gospels where they contrast the story of the Pharisees with the story of Jesus and his followers. Because Jesus is following very closely in the prophetic tradition which says that, that seeking after wealth, seeking after power and status, seeking your own gain, your own benefit is contrary to the law and will of God. While the Pharisees, which are, are, are kind of tarred unfavorably in the stories, are really saying sort of what the ancients said about following the law, that if we seek maximum benefit for ourselves, we should figure out how the law applies in every situation of daily life, not just how we sacrifice in the temple and not just about how we go about our lives ritually, but in, in every little piece of our lives, we need to understand how the law applies so that we can receive the maximum benefit of God's benevolence. But as followers of Jesus, as those who claim Christ as our name in baptism, we are compelled to seek the benefit of the community of which we are a part. That is our, our primary goal. And the law and the rules and all of those things are meant to help us in seeing what the benefit of the community is. 
but they aren't the goal. They are the means. The goal is not to make sure we get every small little rule right. The goal is to make sure that everyone, everyone in our community thrives. That's, that's the essence of Christian life. And, and I think as we go through our daily lives, we, we have to figure out ways to put this in practice. Because the truth is, probably most of us are doing all right personally. I mean, I don't think anyone here is super rich. If anyone here is super rich, I'd like to talk to you about a capital campaign. <laughs> but most of us are, are on the top side of society. And I think this should make us just maybe a teensy bit uncomfortable. Because it says that, that even though we don't necessarily seek our own benefit, we may be complicit in societal systems that benefit us unfairly. And as Christian people, we need to continue to see that the things that we have been given, the benefits that we receive, the, the blessings of our lives, are all put to work not just for our own benefit, but for the benefit of our whole community. We are called to be a people together, not individuals apart. None of us, in the words of John Donne, is an island separate from the main. We are all part of the whole. We can't separate ourselves from our neighbors, from our, our, our fellow travelers in this world. I, I, we had as a reading today the, uh, the first six verses of Psalm 50. But I, I want to share with you the whole psalm because actually I could have just read this psalm and made that the sermon because I think it says beautifully what I'm trying to say maybe not so beautifully. So if I could, I'm going to close by sharing this psalm. The God of gods has spoken. God has called the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting. Out of Zion, perfect in its beauty, God is revealed in glory. O oh God, you will come and will not keep silence. Before you there is a consuming flame and round about you a raging storm. You call the heavens and the earth from above to witness the judgment of your people. Gather before me my loyal followers, those who have made a covenant with me and sealed it with sacrifice. Let the heavens declare the rightness of your cause, for you alone are judge. Hear, O oh my people, and I will speak. O oh Israel, I will bear witness against you, for I am God, your God. I do not accuse you because of your sacrifices. Your offerings are always before me. I will take no bull calf from your stalls, nor he goats out of your pens. For all the beasts of the forest are mine, the herds in their thousands upon the hills. I know every bird in the sky and the creatures of the fields are in my sight. If I were hungry, I would not tell you, for the whole world is mine and all that is in it. Do you think I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving and make good your vows to the Most High. Call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you and you shall honor me. But to the wicked, God says, why do you recite my statutes and take my covenant upon your lips since you refuse discipline and toss my words behind your back? When you see thieves, you make them your friends and you cast in your lot with evildoers. You have loosed your lips for evil and harnessed your tongue to a lie. 
You are always speaking evil of your family and slandering your own mother's child. These things you have done and I kept still. And you thought that I am like you. I have made my accusation. I have put my case in order before your eyes. Consider this well, you who forget God, lest I rend you and there be none to deliver you. Whoever offers me the sacrifice of thanksgiving honors me. But to those who keep in my way will I show the salvation of God. Amen. <laughs>